Hey everybody, in this episode of Box Office Breakdown, cookies are indeed for closers. The boss baby was gobbling them up at the box office this weekend. <laughs> Let's talk about it next. Welcome to Popcorn Talk, featuring movie discussion, news, and interviews. Popcorn Talk, we talk movies. And now, here's Popcorn Talk's Box Office Breakdown. Hey everybody, welcome to Box Office Breakdown here on Popcorn Talk. Of course, this is the show where we look back at the box office that was, and then we like to... I think the word, uh, I'll buy a vowel and go for prognosticate. <laughs> ding, 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 look at that. We will see. <laughs> well done, Carrie Lane. Yes, we prognosticate about the box office that lie ahead. I'm one of your hosts, Frank Moran. You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Jackie. And I'm the other one. Um, <laughs> my name is Carrie Lane. You can find me online at Carrie D. Lane. That's K-A-R-I-D-L-A-N-E. And a quick little shout out to Espionage Cosmetics. Today I'm wearing uh, Astro, and it's Astro, and it's like smaller words, full burn. So it's uh, kind of like galaxy stuff. I didn't post photos of it yet, but I will. But I did the other ones. And then we got little treats here from Needy Bakery. If you're into nerdy stuff or like treats, they have really good food. Look at this. Oh, I brought delicious. it for Frank. Oh, she was so kind. Uh, I have to say, one of my highlights of I've always, always only would account for one day, and that was yesterday, of course. But my <laughs> highlight was running into you in the, in the aisles. Yes, and doing the little video. Look it at was that. fun. Guys, yes. we did like box office on the road. That was fun. There <laughs> was we go. Uh, we're, we're, look at that. I think we're going to, after this, we're going we're gonna to put the uh, the group mind together. We're going to think about right. ways to take box office breakdown on the road. <laughs> on the road, everybody. He was at the end of an aisle, and I was like, wait a minute. I'm all, Frank! <laughs> Frank! was like, what, who is this? Who is this? Who's <laughs> yelling at me? Yeah. <laughs> I was not expecting to be recognized, and yet Eagle Eye Carrie Lane spotted me. Uh, very, I was impressed by uh, you had everything compact, neatly organized. You oh, were gosh. efficiently I, mean like, operating machine. Thank you. I was, I, I had a backpack, and the first day and the last day, I had a laptop in there and just all my stuff. Because the last day, as you check out of your hotel room, the first day was I didn't know if I would need it with me. And so it's just like I felt like today when I did some photos, I like posed with a poster, and I'm like, posture. Oh my gosh, stand up straight. And then uh, I was doing uh, audio and video video things, things, videos uh, for After Buzz, Popcorn Talk, and then also a site right I write for called Crazy for Comic Con. So it's a little bit everything. I was posting some teasers that if you guys follow me on social media, you've seen some of those. Oh wait, where's our chat room? We'll get that up. If you guys are watching us live, join us in the chat room. If you're watching it later, comment down below. Um, but yeah, I did little teaser videos because it was like... Um, I know I'll be putting the thing up later, but it was neat to be like, hey, I'm doing this, and so at least people have... Oh, like a cool one, too, if you guys uh, one of... I don't know if we cover it here, but uh, interviewed two of the contestants of Cosplay Melee, so that was cool. Oh, nice. Uh, we talked a little bit about cosplay and everything, and uh, other things like Needy Bakery, I talked to them. Uh, if you guys, like, uh, if you are... A gentleman or like wearing men's clothes or you have a man in your life there's a brand called hero within and it's uh dc apparel uh and it's like chic looking without you know it's i, I mean i got i got a superman t-shirt thing going on right now but it's like in the design like the bat it's a like a a peacoat and a blazer and the batman insignia is like built into the seams i what because you shared that video and you mm-hmm. tagged me in it which i was like all right carrie lane yeah tagging me in this and because I, I wasn't in the initial wave of tags i was like oh she left me out in this and then i no. got tagged again on the follow-up i, was like, I all right. made sure you were in my yes. video although like watching that video it did not i, I don't that video what? did not do a good job of selling me on that stuff it just seemed like 
it was just I don't know. I felt like that video could have been shot better to really which one the uh, the hero within clothing. Oh, the commercial they yes, had. The commercial, oh, really? Yes. Oh, okay. Yeah, I just thought it was just kind of like ugh, it was very repetitive and just not. I was like, All well, right. it's a long commercial. It was yes. No, I I didn't I didn't tell Tony and Tony, I love you too, but um. One of his uh, producing partners, I'm not quite sure what his title is, but uh, he he was part of the video. I'm like, there's a little too much Batman in it. Yes. It cuts Batman. That was my only complaint of, like, can we just have less of that? But the clothes were great, and it was cool to watch it. And uh, um, The Flash uh, sweatshirt. I thought you would like that. That one, I was like, all right. Out of all those, that was one I was like, all right, I would get that you right bet. now. I would get that right now. And, guys, if you are also nerdy fans, there was a fun little controversy. And actually, speaking of, because the movie's coming out, and question for you, and I hope you have the right answer, because there kind of is a right answer. There is a Wonder <laughs> Woman jean jacket, and it's for men, because this clothing line right now is for men, because there's most, I don't know how many of you have been to conventions, but... I'd say 90% of the time, most apparel at, like, booths that have nice stuff, it's for women. Like, t-shirts, yes, there's there's yeah. both sexes, it's easy to find something. But, like, there's dresses or mm-hmm. blouses, but there's not really, like, stuff for guys, and that's how this company really, why, he, why Tony started doing it, because it's like, there wasn't anything out there. So, anyways, um, made those designs. But Wonder Woman jean jacket dropped, and it looks so cool, and I mean, a woman could wear it too, but it's it's a guy's cut like woman it doesn't cut in or it's not midriff or I mean yeah like high but there were a lot of comments going like why do you have a Wonder Woman uh, jacket for men it should be a girl model and it's like why can't men love Wonder Woman too right and then if you apply that logic the other way be like so no woman out there can wear Superman Batman Flash let me keep going there's a lot of male superheroes that's very true it's like So super dumb. So would you wear a Wonder Woman jacket? I understand maybe not wearing a denim jacket. Not everybody likes wearing denim. Mm-hmm. That's fine. Is that, though it's a really nice shade of denim. But anyways. Yeah. Um, so it was an interesting controversy. But um, because people, speak of controversy of that, like, you know, it just helped get it more. Because then there's more people that came and showed support. So with Wonder Woman coming out, there's a jean jacket out there. And they also have a shirt that's cool with them. Um, the like logo really small, which looks really neat. Oh, I'll have to check that out. That that seems intriguing to me. Cool. Uh, I'll link now, you. Uh, now, of course, folks, uh, the person that makes this Tangent all run smooth, <laughs> no, no, runs this runs this all smoothly, mm-hmm. makes this make sure we sound great. Our producer and engineer Woo! in the booth. We've got Neil. What's going on, guys? Oh my goodness, Neil, where can they find you if they're looking for you? Now you can find me on Twitter at the Neil Plumley. It's on the bottom of your screen if you look down. Oh, well, look at that. Huck and, well, look at you. How considerate of you, Neil. Oh, well, uh, <laughs> I, uh, I, I cater to readers. <laughs> and as always, folks, you can like us on Facebook. Give us those five stars on iTunes. Subscribe to the YouTube channel. And, of course, Neil's kind enough to pull up the chat for us. And as Carrie was saying, you can also comment down below later, too. Yes. And sorry, I just saw someone talking about Logan in the chat. Oh, I saw a really cute Logan cosplay where I think it was probably a father-daughter where he was Logan and she was actually. Oh, my gosh. It was so cute. <laughs> and my friend is a photographer and he showed me the pictures and he's like, they were ready. He's like, go to pose A and they would do a pose together and he's like alright pose B and then they would do something else and you're just like oh my gosh it's so cute it's so cute I would have liked to just been uh, at home as they were planning those all out right alright this is pose A this is pose yeah, B yeah this is right. plan- well, cause if you yeah. guys ever get into cosplay and you go to a convention plan your poses yeah people want that's to take photos of you that's the worst thing of like the photographer people are like can I take a picture and the person's like and just stands there for those of you listening. Um, but it's like, no, you should. I've done that because I've gone in costume and I'm like, okay, what are like three to five poses you can do? Yeah, some dynamic. Yes, yeah, something different options. Because also when that person's like, click, they do one and they're like, 
kind of waiting for you to do something else. <laughs> and then you're like, mm. so it's plan your poses, guys. Now, Carrie yeah. was kind enough to bring back, as you said, some mm-hmm. uh, some sweet, delicious treats from WonderCon. But, you know, sometimes you don't want to just, you know, go out and buy stuff. Sometimes mm-hmm. you want to let the food come to you and get the chance to get your hands dirty. Make it yourself. Cook it. Yes. And if that's the case, you know, folks, the place to go is Blue Apron. Now, uh, Blue Apron, uh, basically, their mission is to prove that not all ingredients are created equal and that fresh, high-quality ingredients make a real difference. So it's important to know where your food comes from. Uh, now, I know somebody amongst the three of us that have used Blue Apron, and that I, I believe is a, that's Carrie Lane, I and that's also Neil. I was yes. that excited about it, because I made it. Oh, look at that. Yeah. What's, what's one meal that you've made? Uh, I made one where it was a cheeseburger, but they had some, like, you sautéed onions, and so that kind of spiced, not, not like literally spiced up, but, you know, spruced it up. There we go. So it wasn't just a plain old burger. Uh, that one was really nice. And then there was also a chili with chicken and i think and you guys can do vegetarian options too so that's neat to adjust it and then i had like this catfish that oh my gosh it had like sauteed mushrooms and butter so good Ooh, and i know neil you've you've also cooked something at home from blue apron i have yeah it was a it was a great time they really they really make it really easy for you yes and i don't i don't cook at all and uh and they really they lay it all out and they tell you what you need to use they tell they give the ingredients to put in the pots and pans and then just do it Mm-hmm. Look at that. That's right. Uh, that's why there's so many great options when it comes to Blue Apron. Because as Neil's mentioning, it's easy. Uh, as you mentioned, everything goes with a step-by-step, easy-to-follow recipe and card and pre-portioned ingredients and can be prepared in 40 minutes or less. So, uh, you know, the time, the time is of the essence when you're cooking. Mm-hmm. You want to be able to cook something quickly and easily and then be able to enjoy it with your friends or your family or just even yourself. Have some leftovers for the next day. Uh, it's flexible, so you can customize your recipes each week based on your preferences. They have several delivery options, so you can choose what fits your needs. And there's no weekly commitment, so you can only get deliveries when you want them. And you can choose from a variety of new recipes each week or let Blue Apron's culinary team surprise you. Recipes are not repeated within a year, so you'll never get bored. And meals are about $10 per person per meal. So Blue Apron delivers seasonal recipes along with pre-portioned ingredients, and so you can make all those delicious home-cooked meals right at home. Uh, so Blue Apron's Freshness Guarantee promises that every ingredient in your delivery arrives ready to cook or they'll make it right. So you can check out this week's menu and get your first three meals free with free shipping by going to blueapron.com slash stand. Uh, you, uh, excuse me, slash box. You will love how good it feels and tastes to create incredible home-cooked meals with Blue Apron, so don't wait. That's blueapron.com slash box office. No, box office. Yeah, there you go. I was going to say like our show. That's right, yeah. Blue Apron, it's basically a better way to cook. And guys, it's free. How do you say no to free? No, you can't. You can't. It's worth trying. That's right. First year. All right. So, ladies and gentlemen, we've talked a lot about Comic-Con. Or WonderCon, Wonder excuse Con. me. We're that yes. excited for Comic-Con. We're getting ready. Oh, but, yes. You know. But, you know, there's also something that happened this weekend. There's, there's there was some movies. movies. There yes. were movies. And, and I saw movies. Not this weekend, but I saw it during the week. Ah, all right. Yes. I'm, I'm excited we'll to hear about there. this. Yes. Uh, coming in at number one, though, was the subject of last week's box office bet. Uh, the Boss Baby. Uh, we had both predicted probably coming in number two, but boy, this no, blew away I, expectations. Oh, yeah, I did say two. Yeah, we yes. all thought, I think we both thought that Beauty and the Beast was going to still keep number one. But they're close, though. They're close, but... What uh, did they say? Uh, did you you said 45. <gasps> I said 42. I win! Carry one. Wait, what did Neil say? I, Neil was not here, remember? Oh, yes. Neil, we missed you. No, we did. It wasn't the same without you. Neil. I, was just uh, I so... missed you guys, too. <laughs> I was just so ready. He's like, he said something because he was here. Yes. He's just here. Uh, as I mentioned uh, in our little video that Carrie yes. recorded of us, I did go see The Boss Baby. I, maybe there was just a feeling inside me thinking like, oh, I guess I'm going to lose this bet. And I should have realized because when I went to the theater, it was packed. 
uh, with families. 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 It, it. it was packed. Family. And this is middle of the day on a Friday when I saw it. So very much packed. Uh, you know, I don't know. I They did a great job marketing this movie. Uh, and they, tied it, they did a great trailer with Beauty and the Beast that kind of really That helped. was kind of funny. That was, yeah, that was a smart, uh, smart idea. I mean, that movie was fine. You know, I don't know. They did this thing where it's basically... Uh, you see all these cool extreme action sequences, right? But it's just basically like the it's from the imagination of a child, so it's kind of blown up and exaggerated. Yeah, and they then showed that cut, in the trailer, though. And then it'll cut to reality, and then it's just like it's very slow and mundane. It doesn't look dangerous at all. Like the uh, little car. Yes. Yeah, that's in the trailer, and I was like, that is kind of. I didn't like the way that they kind of split the reality like oh. that. I just felt like you know, it's like all right, so what's why not just be consistent all the way through? Gotcha. Uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. I, and a lot of sucking the pacifier. You got to suck that pacifier to get to baby core, uh, where you find out the. It seems the idea is that there are some babies that don't want to uh, ever grow up. They'd rather just stay babies forever, uh, and that's the idea of baby uh, of baby core. Okay. Uh, well, it's a it's a business. Uh, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. The idea is that you become you could rise at the ranks uh, and stay a baby. How do you stay a baby? Uh, by drinking the special milk there oh, that will okay. keep you uh, a baby just forever. forever. Yeah. Well, I- I did like how in Baby Geniuses, the idea is you know the secrets of the universe and everything, and then you forget them as you get older, which is cool, because I'm like, that, I could go with, like, sure. There are things, like, you could know as a child, and they seem aware, but they can't communicate it yet, and then, like, just like a dream, it kind of fades, but that's too bad that, mm. did the kids laugh in the theater? Yeah, I mean, I think if you're going to go for the... It's too kiddie for you? Well, uh, you know, I mean, okay. Alec Baldwin, I, I, who doesn't enjoy Alec Baldwin? Yeah. Uh, yeah. And so he does get some, you know, like I made that joke, he's got the cookies for closers kind of deal yeah. that he does in there. So, uh, I mean, he's he's his usual charming kind of fun self in there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, okay. the movie didn't do much for me. So, yeah. So, but I saw it, guys. It, it was, I'll say this, it was no storks. There's no storks, guys. Oh, okay. Step I, above storks. Uh, no, it's step below storks. Storks. Below. Yes, storks oh, wait, was much storks better. Oh, wait, storks was one. Did you? That was the one you liked. I like storks. Okay. Surprisingly, was I there enjoyed one that. that was like. Mm. Oh yes, that was that uh, terrible one with the. Uh, oh. I was like, there was another one. That, you that were French like, no. import. Uh, that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it was almost like a Robinson Crusoe for. Yes. Yes. Mm, Wild was, or something yeah. like that. Yeah, that was not so good. Uh, oh, B. Harrison, the chat says, Asylum is making boss infant. Dude, so I worked at Blockbuster. Asylum drops all these movies that are like the same title, but a little different, like Transmorphers instead of Transformers. <laughs> and then people get it and they're like, so wait. Um, so a good question for you there on the chat. Oh, so was the Boss Baby a satirical black comedy and a black comedy animated film, or just pure dumb animated fun? Nothing new, cliche and cheesy. I thought it was more lend more towards cliche and cheesy. Okay, I, it, well, it, it does not break the the mold of what you've seen before, uh, and gets by with a lot of Alec Baldwin's kind of charm and humor. Mm, well, multi plat gamer guy said Boss Baby actually surprised me. I thought it was great. So, oh well, all right. All right. Nice to there hear you contrasting opinions. Yes, uh, I, and uh, it, you have very high standards. I do have very. St- yep, that's true. <laughs> We've learned that on the show. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes, I, I hold I hold my animated films to an incredibly that's high right. standard. Yeah. Yes, this one didn't quite meet it. No, okay. Uh, man, I keep seeing these animated films. I love animated films. I love me them. too. Absolutely. Yeah. So I will. Um, I well, I'm happy to see most of them. Some of them are like, uh, and this was one of those. I didn't get a chance to see it, but movie thing, just so you guys know, it's coming out either really soon. I think it's like April 7th. 
or soon. I'm sorry, I don't remember the name, but um, I'm like, I'm too tired after WonderCon. But uh, Teen Titans, the Judas Contract yes. is coming How out. How was it? I didn't get to see it because oh. I was interviewing them, and then I had to run to another interview. So if you guys go on to uh, Popcorn Talk, there are interviews with a lot of the cast members from that film, and I interviewed them. So Awesome. You I, guys uh, should go watch it. I'll be curious, because that's a pretty cool... Old school Teen Titans story. So it sounded like from what they were saying, I really liked it. And then another one this morning, and again, it's one of those like, I'm sorry, guys, I feel bad to them. I don't remember. Um, DC Girls, superhero girls, came out with a new film too. Okay, cool. Um, which I have friends who love that series and films because they're just really adorable. And uh, yeah. that one looks cool. It's like um, game. It's like game. Oh, sorry, guys, I just drove for like a <laughs> long time. Too. <laughs> She did it for you guys. I was going to say, I drove all you. the way. I went from, I was going to say, I'm like, went two and a half. I drove at least three and a half hours just to get back. Just for you guys. Look at this. Look and at you that. and Neil. You know. Do not say Carrie Lane does not love you yeah. guys. So there's some good DC movies coming out. They're animated, and I have interviews with both of them. So go check them out on Popcorn Talks. They have like red carpet stuff. Oh, and cool. Then I will be posting links to it too. Look at that, Carrie Lane, yeah. man. She's a social media superstar. Uh, coming in number two for the box office, The Beauty and the Beast. Just narrowly edged up. Boss Baby made $49 million this weekend. Uh, Beauty and the Beast, $47.5 million. I saw Beauty and the Beast. What did you think? I Well, first I want to preface that I had a uh, 90s nostalgia day. I went and saw Beauty and the Beast and then immediately went into Power Rangers. And okay. my inner nostalgia and inner child was so happy for both, actually. Really? Um, Beauty and the Beast, I I did enjoy it a lot. Actually, I like had a smile on my face pretty much the whole movie. Just like, oh, it's so fun. But then I would think there are moments where I'm like, oh, it's different. And then I try not to compare it. I'm like, stop, don't be like, is it better or worse? Just like kind of enjoy it as it is. Uh, I semi disagree with you. I liked hearing the mom's backstory. I was kind of like, sure. Uh, it's interesting to see something that I feel like a bad fan that I can't remember this because I'm like, no, this is pretty. I'm pretty sure it was like this in the animated movie, and this doesn't really spoil anything for you guys if you haven't seen it. Um, in the animated movie, at the end, the concept of if they don't get the girl, they would stay inanimate objects, but they would still be movable. Right. But in the live action, it's like they die idea. Like, yes. it's so much heavier, and I like that. I'm like, that gave it so much more intense of like, no, we're essentially going to all die if he doesn't, you know, get this done. And so I was like, oh. Like, I, I thought that was a never, another level that, since it's live action, it made it more intense. So I appreciated that. Uh, one complaint, I was like, wait, getting my box office numbers back up. Um, one one complaint that my friends had that I kind of was like, I hadn't noticed it, but then once they said it, I was like, oh, that's a good point. One of the great things with the original animated movie is it was one of the kind of first movies to really do sweeping action shots. Like, yes. you know, just movement, so much movement, and this one didn't really have that. The camera is much more static. Mm -hmm. uh, so I'm like, I didn't notice it when I watched it, but I totally get it when they say that. And the only other thing that was maybe a little weird is how songs were sung differently. And I only say that that's weird because it's like when someone does a cover of a song, either it needs to be exactly the same or so different because yeah. you're just comparing it to the other one. And so you're like, mm, mm, eh. or it's like trying to sing along and it changes the tempo and then you go, ah, it doesn't, it doesn't yeah. feel right. But loved her dress. The yellow dress is so pretty. And 
Did you like the Beast song? Uh, I don't know. I was okay with it. I thought it was interesting. And I liked actually a little bit more backstory on him that, like, I'm like, I don't want to tell you guys because it was cool. Um, Oh, there we go. Serenity says, so glad. Oh, well, I feel bad that you don't remember. But so glad I don't remember the animated film. I just enjoyed the movie for itself. I think even if you love the animated one, just watch the new one and just kind of try to separate it. But it's, I like how they took some techniques. They don't really go the Maurice Asylum route as heavy. Which I wanted more of that because that was so creepy and cool. Yeah. Uh, I didn't like that the girls who love Gaston had the black hair. I liked that they had blonde hair in the cartoon because Belle has brunette. So yes. then it was a higher contrast mm-hmm. of them being different. Uh, no offense to blondes. But, oh, and there were, I didn't get a picture of them, but there were three girls at WonderCon that were those three girls. Like the three blondes and the, all the outfit. Oh, they looked fabulous. And I was like, oh my gosh, you're the, you're the things. Uh, so overall, I really did enjoy it, and uh, some of the voices I was like, "Oh, I like you," but mm, like Angela Lansbury, I'm like, "Oh, you're just like my childhood." And so her singing, I liked better than Emma Thompson. Yeah, yeah, because she wasn't as Cockney an accent in the original, so that was a little weird. But Emma Tom, uh, her voice was fine throughout the movie. Just when she sang, I liked the warmth of Angela Lansbury's voice better. Yeah, that's why I like to be our guest with uh, Jerry Orbach. I thought that, I enjoyed that version more than Ewan McGregor's. But Ewan McGregor was fun in his own way, but maybe I liked it more because I was thinking, I'm like, oh, that's Ewan McGregor. But I didn't realize it was Stanley Tucci as the organ piano thing till like the end. Yes, that's true. Like, and that was cool. I'm like, oh, I love him kind of a thing. <laughs> I was like, I love that guy. But it's so crazy that they are advertising these films that like you see the billboards yeah. where it's he gets his own character poster. He did? He does. He gets oh, his own I didn't even know. For see that. a guy that shows up literally for like maybe two minutes total of screen Oh, but I like that character. Time. Yeah, it was fine. Well, the, well, you see the piano, I mean, thing more. That's true. Not him, no. All right, so at the so. end, when they do that shot where uh, at the end, it, we all know it ends happily ever after. Yes. But, uh, of course, we've got Bill's father, Maurice, and he's yes. painting everybody. <gasps> yes. Okay, and then wait. there's that shot of Emma Thompson. Looking at him. Yeah. And it's like. It was weird. <laughs> was yes. It? I was like, what's up with this shot? Uh, it was so weird um, because I was like, she has a husband. Yes. They, they And then I'm like, what look is that? For like, there was nothing ever established there that had any no connection. There was no reason to have that. It weirded me out. My only thought maybe is it was her essentially like, thank you for having this amazing daughter that saved us all. Like, that's the only way where she's kind of like... Mm. And even that's I mean, a stretch. But. She's been a pot for a long time. Uh, uh, Mrs. Potts got some needs, you know? Uh, so Adelia in the chat says, I enjoyed the new one. Had not much nostalgia with it. Yeah, just remembering the old one. I was just like, oh. And then like Tales all this time. I'm just like, oh, this is happy tears. Love it. <laughs> uh, uh, oh, Mark says, I don't think the fairy tales themselves have much commercial appeal. I think it's the nostalgia for Disney animated films people remember. Uh, yes and no. Uh, oh, no. someone. I think, oh, that's I think, cool. B. Harris says, what if they went backwards and didn't animate Mary Poppins? That's interesting. interesting. Uh, they are remaking that already. I did see a live production of that, and that was really cool because they did change like a little things, but I liked it a lot. And so. Emily Blunt's doing the sequel to it as yeah. well, too. So uh, I, I feel like that, uh, as Mark was saying, I feel like that's a double-edged sword because I feel like you oh, had that big 90s nostalgia moment. You're excited. Yeah. And for me, I went in with the, like, 
well, I've already seen it done so well back in the original version. I came in with a, a chip on my shoulder about sure. prove to me that you deserve to have this extra running time. So no, I just was like, I'm gonna check it out. Um, oh, we got some, we got some uh, showdown in the room. Doctor D Man says I thought the new one was better. You I, know, it's true. Uh, yeah, so I, I recommend it. Uh, it was cool. It's got it's the Carrie Lane seal approval. You know, it's the original, but it was still worth seeing. I was right. happy I saw it. Uh, coming in at number three, another film that's had, uh, we've mentioned controversy a few times during the course mm-hmm. of the show. This is one that has had some. Ghost in the Shell, Fair Paramount, $19 million. Ouch, that's actually really It long. did not do, I mean, hopefully internationally it's going to do much better. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, this, uh, yeah, not But you did audience. see it. I did see it. Uh, for somebody that, I, as we talked before, I had not seen the anime, so I didn't really have anything mm-hmm. to compare it to. Uh, it, was, it was better than I enjoyed it. Uh, better, cool. better than I thought it was going to be. Gotcha. Um, it's the story. Uh, you know, it's nothing that you haven't seen before. Okay. I mean, in terms of like just like the plot and the way the yeah. beats kind of hit. But uh, I enjoyed it. The world building I thought was kind of cool mm. and interesting. Uh, it felt very much sort of like when you watch Blade Runner or something. Yeah. You really get sunk in and immersed in that world. Cool. Uh, I know Neil saw it as well. Neil, oh, Neil. what do you think, buddy? Oh, I liked it. Yay. Yeah, I thought it was a. I thought it was a good adaptation. Yeah. What did cool. you think? What did you think of the world? Uh, I thought it was great. Like in the in the in the motion in the animated motion picture, and even in a standalone complex, they don't really. It seems sort of like a more like a near future thing. I don't really remember like big, like obtrusively all the time holographic ads all over the place when they're walking around. Sort of. I rewatched it recently. I wouldn't say they're quite as big as I thought in the trailer. I, I mean, yeah. I'm just saying for the animated one, uh, but there were big ads. On a lot, not quite as out animated, but like just the way Japan already has animated signs in Tokyo. All right. So, but I thought the, I mean the 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 whole world was built really well, and um, you really feel uh, like you're. I don't know. It you're just right. it, it felt it felt good. It felt it felt like the anime did. Um, they obviously changed a, a couple of the story elements, which you can agree or disagree with. I thought it was fine. Okay. Um, I do think that Scarlet literally. I mean, anyone, pretty, pretty much anyone, could have played Major. I, I don't really mm. think Scarlet did anything breakthrough with the role. Mm. That mm-hmm. being said, she didn't do a terrible job either. It was fine. Okay. Cool. Yeah, and I uh, did like the relationship between her and her her partner. I thought yeah. that was probably the strongest one in the film. Cool. And I'm sure it translates in, in, the show. in the anime as well. Yeah, in the anime. I mean, uh, I haven't posted it yet, but for you guys watching and. Neil and Frank. Uh, someone cosplayed one of the geishas with the open face at WonderCon, and I was like, I need to get a photo of you. <laughs> and so I got a picture, and her cosplay looked amazing. It looks so good. Yeah, it's, man, it is interesting, though, Neil. I don't know if you felt this, that that uh, for wherever that, that the film is set, time wise, man, it just seems like. It's, it would be exhausting to live there. There's just so much coming at you in terms of mm-hmm. st- visual stimulation, uh, just sensory overload, I think would be like so huge. Yeah. But I guess you're getting cybernetically enhanced. So, yeah, I guess you can deal with that. I'm curious. Someone, uh, Mark in the chat just mentioned um, sci fi without pre existing brand recognition seems to struggle. Life, Oblivion, Edge of Tomorrow. Okay, I was going to say, though, uh, Edge of Tomorrow. Oh, I'm totally. Bl- bad tonight blanking on names but the original source material like there is a manga and there's a yes. book love those movie uh, was like all, all you need is kill thank you i was like it's a weird title i've read the manga i've read the book and i adored both of them and i was like this movie is wrong so many things about it was wrong really? i enjoyed the movie i except but see, until you get to know the third what it's, beat 
it it was just so like and that one is the character was specifically Japanese that you're like Ugh, and then they casted Tom Cruise so then you're just like mm, and then Ghost in the Shell technically you guys I was like I can't say yet because I haven't watched it but from the anime it's a shell the only thing about it is still human is her brain so the outside is technically irrelevant it's arbitrary this and also she didn't make the suit as in the body yeah. somebody else did so you could kind of argue that better but uh all you need is kill i was like ah mm. but maybe if i hadn't read it i would have been more okay with it but i just was like it was already so good that i felt they just didn't do it with the movie the uh, the opening kind of just shows you how uh, the shell's constructed. I thought that was a, a pretty impressive kind of okay. piece of. Uh, well, that's how the anime opens. Oh, nice! It has like a whole sequence. Actually, I have a question, Neil. If you remember from the anime, do they do that weird music that's in the anime? I don't know if it was the same weird music, but there's definitely weird music. Okay, there's this weird music that's in the movie that's just so striking, but it's great for providing the mood. And if you guys have seen it, you know what I'm talking about. So I was like, I wonder if they're going to put that movie. Because it feels very... I don't know if it feels weird to a Western ear compared to in Japan if it doesn't sound as strange. Hmm. But I like that it's kind of weird. So we'll see. Uh, Coming in at number four for our box office uh, breakdown here, we've got a little film called Power Rangers. I did see that one. No, the $14.5 I liked it a lot. I thought it was very fun. I didn't have any expectations at all. Uh, I thought some of the essentially, like, backstory aspects to the Power Rangers was cool. Because I'm like, I don't remember if the show did this. Because I watched the show just the first run way back when in the original movies. So I'm like, I don't remember, like, other versions of Rangers. So that was really cool to hear about that. Uh, I thought the costumes look cool and just how they take forever to like learn how to be a team and everything was interesting and I'm like go go Power Rangers kind of theme song came on I was so happy I was just (laughs) like oh my gosh it's the thing (laughs) I was so and I have a friend who I was like did that part she's like I did the same thing so I just went. I just felt like the 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 last big battle sequence there where the Rangers take on and Goldar it, it was weak. It was kind of like, um, <clears throat> especially for the the, the the live action fighting, it's like, I didn't see anything that I couldn't have felt like I saw on the TV show. But the putty people were way cooler in the movie than they used to be of just suits that was like yeah. clearly a fabric and a weird face. These, I mean, you didn't even have to do them digitally in the show. If you had just made this more bumpy a suit to be more of a rock substance material, that would have been cooler. So I liked that change. That was like, oh, cool. Uh, the only other thing I was going to complain about is technically with their suit, when it does something, they're in the pods. And I'm like, no, that is so dangerous. You need to be more like inside of the part. That, does that make sense? Yeah. I don't that know. looks so dumb. I didn't like how that looked. And I'm like, they, you get hit on the outside at all, you're done for. Yes. I want you inside, like in the middle of armor. You got to be protected more. So I was like, mm, no. And I thought the kids were cute and like fun to watch. They were fine. Uh, the only other thing, too, that was a fun something I saw on Twitter that I was like, oh, and technically you could argue this. Um, save for the post credits, and they possibly tease another character, but they say technically a male name. And I'm like, that could technically be a girl name. That's true. Yeah. And someone's like, maybe that's a girl character. I'm like, oh, that'd yeah. be nice. 
anyway. and fun fact: the uh, at the beginning there is a uh, Fiona Vroom. She uh, she plays in, in the film when Rita goes to a jewelry store. Uh, she works there, and she has that interaction. Wait, with who was it? Fiona Vroom. She's the the redhead inside yes. the jewelry store, and she has the interaction when uh, yes. Rita Repulsa comes in. I want in. gold. Yes. Uh, but she also plays another character that you see at the beginning of the film, along with uh, uh, Brian Cranston. Oh, yes. So she plays the other one. Yes, that's cool. Which I thought was really interesting. Yeah, yeah. I was like, well, oh, that's right. a cool way to play two characters, and it doesn't matter because absolutely, you had makeup on. But, but I also cool. thought like the stuff they do with the final final battle, what Rita does, I understood no, had no idea. Like some of the things that she did really had no impact on on the big fight that they have. In terms of like uh, her, her, I don't want to spoil anything. Sure, but some of uh, it you're like, mm. yeah. I was like, okay, why but did we her, do this? And they changed up her look a lot, which was interesting too, because like in the original stuff, Rita wasn't like sexy, but they made her sexy in this, which was a little weird. Yeah, it depends on how you like, you know, like weird gold in your mouth, sexy. No, no, no. I meant like her costume. Oh yeah, because yes. um, the other Rita was fully clothed, draped, lots of layers, and it looked really cool. Headpiece. cool. I, even that's silly, but you can go with it. Yeah. But the different pieces that were in it, but hers was like bodice and skin, and I was like, I, I guess. <laughs> but I, maybe this is like Rita early on, and the one we know is Rita when she ages more. <laughs> yeah, know? and I guess maybe it plays more to her backstory that the BBC presented in the film. Then that's fine. Yeah. Uh, coming in number five, though, uh, going on strong, according to Neil, he is surprised that this is holding in the top five. Kong Skull Island with another $8.8 million. Neil, why are you so surprised that this is this is held on? Because uh, it wasn't really all that good. No. Oh, all right. Well, thank you very little. Uh, <laughs> I, I haven't seen it yet, but my friend cosplayed as the photographer at WonderCon. Oh, yeah, well, that what did yeah, she? I, she wore the outfit, but people didn't quite get it. But she had a little camera with her that was old fashioned looking, and um, <laughs> and uh, had Deep like cut. the outfit. Yeah, yeah. it's one of those like very specific. And she's like, a lot of people think I'm like Indiana Jones. She's like, sure, uh, but she said she really liked it. So, oh, all right, yeah. Well, look at that. Uh, so, ladies and gentlemen, come people up like it enough <laughs> for next week's box office bet. We've got two. Films in contention. We've got Going in Style, that uh, that sweet comedy with Alan Arkin, Morgan Freeman, and Michael Caine. Oh yes, okay. From Warner I've Brothers. Seen that billboard. Uh, then we've also have Smurfs: The Lost Village. This time, there's not going to be any Neil Patrick Harris involved in here. We're just going totally animated. No live action right. humans involved. I did see the trailer for that one. Yes. So we've got that coming out as well from Sony and Columbia Films. So those will be the two films that we're going to be betting on for the box office bet. So feel free to hop in the chat, share your th- share your vote about what film we should be doing on. We'll keep an eye on the chat and see which ones come up more frequently. When it gets the most votes is, of course, the one we'll do the box office bet on. Mm-hmm. But before we do that, we got a couple other things to take care of. One's our little box office look back. Uh, we pick somebody that's going to be in one of the films coming out this week, and we do a little rewind about some of their box office, uh, their top box office hits. I decided to do Michael Caine. Sure. <clears throat> Why not? Good choice. But also, since his uh, a lot of his top films are so heavily Batman-influenced, I said, let's knock out the Batman movies and just do a top five Michael Caine that are not Batman-related. Okay. Uh, so coming in at number five for Mr. Michael Caine, Now You See Me. I actually really like that one, and even the second one I like, too. Yeah, it came out in tw- uh, 2013, 29.3. So I, I bought the second one, and I still have yet to watch it, though. Okay. It's not <clears throat> the same, but I still enjoyed it, and it was a good continuation of the first movie. Well, Nice. I'm always a sucker for like uh, if heist movies are always I fun, but then you throw in ma- magic and yes. sleight of hand, yes. and I'm always a sucker for that. Yep. Uh, coming to number four, Kings uh, Kingsman: The Secret Service. So good. I really enjoyed that movie. I'm excited for the sequel. Mm-hmm. 
Oh, and just uh, Colin Firth was just so amazing in that movie. I hope he's more in this. Like he's his character was just like, oh, can we have more? Yes, I mean when, uh, when his character leaves the film, mm-hmm. and when it does, I felt like my enthusiasm kind of dwindled slightly. Mm, gotcha. Yeah, because it just he goes yeah. out, he goes out on such a high note for sure. Yes, that whole that whole church battle sequence yeah. in there is so good, whew, so well done, so great. Fun to see him be all actiony. Yes, because he's sometimes like awkward and nerdy. Yeah, which I I I'm always a fan of somebody that you kind of associate more of as kind of a like nerdy or schlubby kind of character, and yeah. then you see them kind of like, oh no, I'm going to take on a more action role. And I'm like, gonna, I'm going to learn to to fight yeah. and do some stunts and sequences, and like, I'm always impressed. Yes. Uh, coming in number th- uh, three for uh, Sir Michael Caine, Interstellar. From Paramount Pictures back in 2014, starring uh, Tom Cruise and Morgan Freeman. All right, so we know that was uh, not Interstellar. I was going to say, was, I'm like, so, uh, that, that, not Tom Cruise, that was uh, Matthew McConaughey. Yes. There we go. Uh, I g- didn't get to that yes. one. Yes. Uh, that was $47.5 million. That was interesting, and then the end got the end got a little too long and weird okay. for me. But uh, uh, it, it definitely, you, if you know your sci fi tropes, and beats. Gotcha. You can kind of figure out the ending right from the beginning. And I feel like, ah. yeah, you can kind of see the touchstones that you're like, all right, I know where this is going. Okay. Uh, coming to number five, I assume number two. Oh, my numbers are all weird because I knocked out all the Batmans here. Yeah. Uh, we got Inception, again from Christopher Nolan. Uh, Christopher Nolan and Michael Caine, a lot of films they've done together. Mm-hmm. Hey, I like Inception. I like to think Michael Caine is his muse. <laughs> Could be. Uh, that came out in 2010, uh, 62.7 million. No, that was a fun oh, movie. No, that was, yeah, yeah. I, I I know some people think it's a little you know a little dry. Um, no, I liked it. I just didn't like when people are like it's the most original movie. I'm like, no. I know a couple others that came out before it that have better concept, but it's okay. <laughs> and there's actual visuals from those movies that he used. Oh, nice. Yeah. All right. Uh, and lastly, coming to number one for Mister uh, for Sir Michael Caine, Austin Powers in a gold member. <laughs> Go figure. Yes. <laughs> that surprised me. Like, that is his like, number one not Batman film there. Uh, came out in 2002, $73 million. Not on there, but a movie from way back when that he's in that's so good. I didn't even want to see the remake. I was like, no. Get Carter. Oh, so you didn't want to see the Sylvester Stallone version? No. no? But Michael Caine, like, guys, that's a really, it's classic British, like, intense gangster kind of ish. I mean, not gangster, but like, ish like hitman i don't yeah. know yeah in that category uh it's a little slow because it is old it's like 70s but it's oh he's so cool and normally we think of him as like this old man all the time because he's you know to our age or whatever they've been in a lot of stuff being older so it's cool to see him so young and like virile s- super badass you know oh cool i i've i've heard of i've never actually seen the original i should go watch that yep uh, all right, ladies and gentlemen, right. we're getting close uh, for the box office bet. Real quickly, let's just do our top five for next week, uh, ladies and gentlemen. Where do we think? Do we think? Uh, where do we think? Going in style and Smurfs: The Lost Village will plug in for our top five. Just so you know, the Smurfs from 2011 and Smurfs Two from 2013 opened with 35.6 and 17.5 respectively. Wow, that is a drop. So, how does that come into play with our box office bet? Uh, Neil, do you have any thoughts, sir? I don't think either of them are going to take over the top two. And I'm actually wondering if Boss Baby will drop further than Beauty and the Beast, making Beauty and the Beast number one again. Ah, mm. that is a high possibility. I like your thinking. Oh, interesting. All right. 
So you could uh, you, you do? You, are you going with Beauty and the Beast as number one again? You know what? I'm going to risk it. Oh, I'm going to risk it. it. I'm going to go with Beauty and the Beast number one. Then we'll settle down for Boss Baby, Smurfs, uh, probably probably Ghost and Shell, and then going out of style. <sighs> Man, that going it going in style. I just don't know how that, that that's going to be. Interesting to see how that I don't feel fares. there's been a lot of ads. I've seen billboards and like posters, but I haven't really seen many ads yeah. for it. Ugh. Um I will agree with you on that, but change the last one to Power Rangers. <clears throat> oh, interesting. All right. Sure. Because uh, I, I don't know going inside. I mean it's I think it looks cool, but again, I don't know I don't feel that is quite as high of a reach of an audience. Maybe. Uh, okay. Maybe. I I'm going to say the Boss Baby uh, holds the title. Okay. Uh, because I know several people that got uh, they weren't able to get into screenings. Oh, just like Beauty and the Beast, same thing of like, yes. hey, I can't get there. I'll do it again later. So yeah. I feel like it's going to be uh, Boss Baby, Beauty and the Beast. I'll say Smurfs, Power Rangers, mm-hmm. and oh, I guess just because it's. Yeah, I think going in. Oh, no, I don't think going in style is going to. I'm going to say Power Rangers, then Ghost in the Shell. I don't think going in style is gonna do high enough to even beat. It, I, it might not. Yeah, I don't think it'll. I don't think it'll make the top five. It's yeah. a bold choice to see if it works out for him, Captain. Oh. All right. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. So yeah, I agree. With, I'll say mine was the same as Neil's, but change the last one to Power Rangers. All right. So, ladies and gentlemen, we are getting ready to do uh, our Smurfs box of once, So. Oh, I feel like then that could just be... just do it. All right. It's Looks fine. like Smurfs, the Lost Village. From Sony Columbia, opening up in 3,400 screens. So, wait, Neil, you said third? For I Smurfs? did. I all right, did cool. Say third. <laughs> all right, so, ladies what and gentlemen, was choice, third. Uh, okay. we're going to do the box office bet. As always, we're all going to take a bet about what we think the actual out- opening box office will be. The one who's closest will get that bragging rights. They're the prognosticator amongst prognos- prognosticators. <laughs> the loser will have to go see this film and tell us all about it. So, ladies and gentlemen, we will go in and put it in our title here for our total. For the Smurfs, I think, uh, boy, I came in with number three as well. Uh, and real quick, that is, what did, oh, uh, remember, so, oh, man, oh, all right. Uh, okay, I'm feeling, all right, I'll lock in on, oh, but still, you still got all Boss right, Baby. All right, Courtney in the chat says, Beauty and the Beast, Boss Baby, Smurfs, Power Rangers, and Going in Style. Ooh, knocking, Ghost in the Shell out. All right. Oh, all right. I uh, might guess too low, but I just picked a number. Okay, Neil, are you ready, sir? Oh, I got it. Uh, okay, I've left mine in as well. All right, uh, I guess as a, uh, as a loser, I, I will reveal mine. I'm going with 18. 22. Oh! I had 20. <laughs> Dang it, I don't want to lose. I don't want to lose Smurfs. I don't want to see it. Uh, uh, well, Courtney, the goes Smurfs, 25. <laughs> Courtney, that's not the kind of talk I like to hear on the show. I like to hear, like, give, give me some things that uh, be a little bit more negative. Uh, I want to see some more 15 million picks. Come on, somebody pick 15 million. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> All, All right. right. Uh, ladies mm. and gentlemen, I might have another date with another animated film this week. I guess you I might. Oh, boy. Oh, great. I can't oh, wait. Oh, yeah. Good luck. <laughs> <laughs> All right, ladies and gentlemen, that's going to do it for this episode of Box uh, Office Breakdown. A little short and abbreviated. Sorry, uh, you know, but uh, we try to pack in as much as we could during this mm-hmm. time. We'll be able to, uh, oh, a little twist for next week. 
Uh, Carrie Lane is going to be on assignment, as we'd like to say. Mm-hmm. So she will not be here next week. But Neil and I will be holding this show down. Woo! Look at That's that. So Yes, if you wanted if you wanted more and more of Neil, and unfortunately I have to also put up with me as part of the deal, then this will be the week for you. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, thanks so much for watching us. You can always like us on Facebook. Give us those five stars on iTunes. Subscribe to the YouTube channel. Yes. And as always, folks, if you're watching this even after the show's over, uh, as Carrie Lane loves to say... Comment down below and YouTube thumbs up. That's right. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter and Instagram and you can t- uh, at Happy Go Jackie if you want to continue the conversation with us. And Carrie Lane, where can they find you? Yes, you guys can find me online at Carrie D. Lane and that's K-A-R-I-D-L-A-N-E. And again, uh, I'll have photos for Espionage Cosmetics. I took a closer shot of these awesome nail wraps and they have a lot of cool stuff on there. Yeah, and you know, if, if, tweet us if you want to see uh, more box office breakdown yes, on the road. Yes, on the road, right? We yes. need to be out and about. That's right. We don't we should... just live here in the studio. That's right. And Neil, where can they find you, sir? You can find me at the Neil Plumley on Twitter. Actually, you can find me at the Neil Plumley on everywhere. Look at that, <laughs> everywhere. Even at his own home, you can find him there too. <laughs> All right, ladies and gentlemen, thanks for joining us here Thank at Box you. Office Breakdown. We'll see you next week. There are treats Bye. to be eaten. We'll be eating these. <laughs> From producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire Popcorn Talk Network. We would like to thank you for tuning in. For questions or comments, be sure to visit popcorntalk.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of the Popcorn Talk Network. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of the Popcorn Talk Network or its owners or principals.